If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. I just make sure that the trip gets accomplished. I'm absolutely overjoyed today to be joined by Ann Fox, Daniel Gutierrez, and my very favorite person, Sherry Johnson, for the uh, Bravehearts radio show today. We're going to be talking about Catalina. And uh, I, I, I have to tell you, I've been through the idea that, you know, I don't know what my, my purpose is. And um, so I, I know what that feels like. And I know what it feels like to, to find your purpose. And what a great joy that is. What a, what a supreme joy that is in life. And uh, at Bravehearts Radio, we are at our best when we are helping others to find their purpose and to live their purpose. Um, and I, like I say, I'm just overjoyed today to have uh, Ann, Daniel, and Sherry join me. Um, welcome to the show. I'll just uh, begin with that. Um, Daniel, you, you're the uh, uh, you're the host at Catalina, and uh, so so let let us begin with you. Um, how did how did you get started in the uh, sacred valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu at uh, at Catalina? How long is this show? <laughs> <laughs> no. <clears throat> Actually, I've, only, I've been out here, uh, actually, just the other day on Facebook. And one of the most beautiful things about Facebook is it sends out reminders of things you put out uh, years ago or weeks ago. And, and June 14th was the date I moved out here. And mm-hmm. so it's been about two years since I've actually come out here to live. But before yeah. that, I used to come out here uh, two or three times a year bringing groups to the Sacred Valley of the Incas mostly seeing Machu Picchu because that's really all I knew uh, and some of the other small cities in between. But that, you know, my, my desire to see Machu Picchu or to, to come to Peru had to do with one of the seven wonders of the world, which was Machu mm-hmm. Picchu. And so many, many years ago, I came uh, like everybody else to see this marvelous place called Machu Picchu. And I fell in love with Peru and I fell in love with the people. And I don't know that I really even thought in my mind that I was co- coming here to live. I just knew that I really enjoyed every time I came out to Peru. And it always restored me when I went back to the U.S. Yeah. So two years ago, uh, three years ago, my mother passed away. And um, I remember telling her before she passed away that I wanted to, you know, I wanted a retreat center. And I wanted something with her name on it. And that I would accomplish that somehow. And, you know, two years after that, I moved here. And that's how Catalina was born. So Catalina is my mom's name. And uh, the rest of it's been a journey. I mean, when I think back that I've only lived here for two years, it seems like 20. Because it's, it's not been the easiest two years living out here uh, during our pandemic. But at the same time, also, some of the most rewarding times, because that's how we kind of met. You know, we all met yeah. here through the virtual retreats, which we'll talk about. 
And um, that's kind of how Catalina got started. Well, and the the virtual retreats, um, that's a great story because... (laughs) Um, I, you know, I, I got, well, I, first of all, I, I, I got to give Roger Dieterly credit because, uh, he has a retreat center in North Dakota and I made a connection with him. He referred me to, um, the center for purposeful leadership. And I was on a Monday morning call, uh, at CPL and I met Ann Fox in a breakout and, uh, mm-hmm. I thought whatever the conversation that we were supposed to have, we started talking about, well, what do you like? I like retreats. Oh, I got one. She said, <laughs> And, uh, and 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 you, you, uh, how did how did the um, uh, the virtual retreats uh, at Catalina begin? Oh, terrific! Um, what happened actually when uh, Daniel you moved there in June? I think in May I had just taken a group of people to a retreat in Greece, in Ithaca, Greece, and I came back and told a friend of mine, and he said, "Oh, you might want to take a group to uh, Catalina that my friend Daniel is is starting that." And I looked into it and I thought that would be fun. Um, Got distracted, um, life intervened. But then during the pandemic, that same friend had partnered with Daniel and had a conversation online to look at the new reality of doing business and during the pandemic. I met Daniel and I had a background first in doing retreats, but I also had been doing conversations online through Zoom. So I knew how to do Zoom and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to actually make a virtual retreat because I know he was there alone and it was impossible for people to get there and I brought that up to him he didn't know me we still haven't met in person Daniel I can't wait no. <laughs> that would be interesting so um, so I suggested it and since then we've had six and the seventh one is coming up so we co-designed it together we I looked at what Daniel's a lot of his, the kinds of uh, uh, meditations he had done, learning about things, and came up with some suggestions, and we created this wonderful experience. You came to the first one, have been there ever since, and I love how this has emerged and evolved. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, I came to that first retreat. I, we met just in time right, for me to be time. able to get to that. And then um, each each opportunity to come back to the virtual retreats uh, made, made that happen, too. Um, and it, you know, so that was that was a really uh, a terrific opportunity, and um, uh, I'm, I'm sure grateful that you uh, put those together. Now, the virtual retreat takes place uh, August twentieth, twentieth yes. uh, to the twenty second, and uh, to to find that. Um, where, where would uh, li- well l- listeners, of course, can uh, can find it on the BraveHeartsRadio.org site, uh, but then uh, to also find it at the um, uh, at Daniel's site, where would that be? Oh, you mean on the uh, yeah the the, the the on the on the uh, on the line <laughs> <laughs> on the line. Yeah, uh, wow, I, I I don't have that information on my hand, but later on I will tell you. Hey, you know what we'll do? We'll just say uh, go, go, go to Brave it'll be on BraveHeartsRadio.org, yeah. and uh, there's you know there's a there's a tab on the BraveHeartsRadio.org <laughs> site now for the uh, BraveHearts Adventures. This that'd probably be a good time to queue up Sherry on that one. Yeah, I well I'm kind of behind the times with um, you know all that's happened with the three of you. I get it secondhand. It's all sounds so exciting. But is happy to be involved in putting together the landing page for the trip. So I do know the answer to that question. 
So just go to BraveheartsAdventures.org and it's queued up right there, that Machu Picchu trip, the whole bit, all the information, everything you need. Yeah, and, and we also want people to be able to find the uh, virtual retreat in August. So uh, that's well, that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now I remember that. Now, <laughs> now I remember. Oh, 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 oh that, that website. It's, How it's, about we, we could also add it on to, um, we could add that on to the, the site we that, have as well. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. It's good. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's that's it's Catalina Retreat Center Peru dot com. Yeah, so Catalina Retreat Center Peru dot com. We're 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 taping this ahead of time. You know, I still say taping. We don't use tape, but uh, that's kind of a, a, a standard uh, term in in the in both audio and video. We're 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 pre-recording this um, th- this program. So by the time you're listening to it, and especially because just about everybody that listens to this listens to it on podcast after the the live show, um, by the time you're listening to that, I I'm absolutely certain you'll be able to find this on the um on the site hey we'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these terrific uh, uh words from our uh, from our sponsors thanks very much become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because... It's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. And if you go to my LinkedIn profile and connect with me on LinkedIn, you, uh, I think you'll get what I mean by it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it because the banner at the top of my profile has the uh, Apollo 11 astronauts parade um, in, uh, in, in depicted. 
and the mission specialists you know they're the they're um, uh, the way I see it is they're the the, the ones that um, don't fly the rockets they just make sure that the trip gets accomplished so when we put together that uh, that LinkedIn profile uh, that's um, that's the way to do it so I'm, I'm really looking forward to connecting with people on LinkedIn so many of the exceptionally good guests on the show on the Bravehearts radio show have been uh, people that I met on uh, on the LinkedIn platform. So I'm very grateful to LinkedIn for for that. Um, and, the, you know, there are so many things going through my mind. I, I mentioned earlier that I, I think I t- told you during the break or offline or before the show started today, I'm just, I'm really tired. Um, I started training uh, <laughs> for Machu Picchu. And uh, Daniel, you could probably attest to the the importance of this. You know, I was, I was I was getting I was huffing and puffing going up a couple flights of stairs, and I thought, man, that is not a good idea uh, <laughs> if I'm um, if I'm going to be hiking at ten thousand feet. And you, you know, in Pizac, your your village where Catalina resides, uh, you're at about ten thousand feet. And one of the great features of the trip that's planned for December is the ability to to get into the uh, the, the higher elevations and meet the people and interact with the people that are above Pizac. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. And I thought, I just have to be in better shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that's, that's the, the, uh, the, the people are, are uh, a, a treasure uh, equal to Machu Picchu, aren't they, Daniel? Uh, you know, like I said, I, I had been coming out here almost 10 years before I moved here. And probably one mm-hmm. of the biggest blessings of uh, being in lockdown here was that I got the opportunity to really get to know uh, the 12 communities above PZAC. There's 12 communities above PZAC, indigenous communities. Uh, and they, they are a treasure, uh, Brian. Um, yesterday we had a, they had a, a barbecue, Brazilian barbecue for me yesterday. And, you know, it was an amazing day. I, I just, I literally cried most of the evening because they wouldn't quit. They didn't stop telling me how much they cared for me and that they were that I had a family and don't feel alone. And it was just amazing. They're just amazing people. One of the other things that kind of happened, I'll tell you a bit about the communities above, is that for the first time they uh, I had, um, in December last year, my center, my reception center burned. And a group of men came down from the communities and said, look, we're, gonna, we're going to help you rebuild this. Don't worry about it. You know, and, you know, being the tough American man, I said, no, I can do this on my own. No big deal. You know, and, and yet something in me said, let them do it. That's what they call Aini. Me today, you tomorrow. And yeah. they came down and asked if I would be a godfather to one of the children. And I said, yes. And this, wow. this is why I'm so excited about it is because this setting takes place in a church but they're all dressed in their typical wear so that means I have to be dressed in their typical wear for this for this occasion but they're wonderful people I can't wait to take you up so you can really see compared to what we have they have nothing I don't know if I can say that they're less happier than we are I think they're happier when you don't know what you don't know you don't know what you don't know and that's the beautiful thing about uh, being around these people is they're heart-based people and they're wonderful people. And uh, it, it is, that's one of the blessings that came out of the pandemic is now I can take people up to these communities because I'm their friends and, 
enjoy their food, enjoy their dance, enjoy their drink, everything that they have to offer uh, is something that most people uh, that bring people to Peru cannot do because they just don't let anyone in. They just don't let anyone in. They're very skeptical of people. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're. You're. Uh, you're a friend of ours mm-hmm. when you head up there. Yeah, I mean that. Maybe that's. I'm family yeah, more as well. I'm family. Reference than you need. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know when when I was describing the um, uh, now I want to get back to the, um, uh, the 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 communities above Pizac too because you know there's uh, an opportunity for our guests to um, significantly support those communities. Um, and, um, but I, you know, I, I remembered what I was, what I was going to get to when I, when I brought up the, uh, the, the LinkedIn profile and the picture of the parade, the NASA astronauts and, um, Bravehearts for Kids is the organization that, that, um, that got all of this rolling originally and Bravehearts for Kids, a pediatric cancer charity was founded by a family from, from Houston. And, uh, Jeremy is, uh, is one of the people that runs NASA in Houston and uh, so um, a few years ago, uh, Sherry and I were asked to join the board of directors of Brave Hearts for Kids, and we did. And they, uh, in, uh, after a couple of years, made the excellent decision of electing her as chairperson of the board. And so Sherry is the executive director of, of Brave Hearts for Kids. And part of the proceeds of the trip go to benefit the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. But, uh, you know, just to, to put you on the spot for a, a moment, Sherry, um, to tell the um, uh, t- tell our our, um, uh, our Brave Hearts that are listening a little bit about what's going on with Brave Hearts for Kids. Well, you know, we've had a, a very interesting year, like everyone else, um, you know, having to kind of revamp our services, how we provide the services. Uh, we had to completely put on the side doing any sort of in-person event, and um, you know, obviously, uh, we you know we stepped up to the challenge, and and we're still providing the services that we can through video, through phone, you know, through our app, and I I feel like we've made it through, and you know, we're on the other side, and we can get back to. You know, being, there's nothing like being able to be in person, but I'm thankful for the technology that we have that's allowed us, like you've experienced this year, you know, <laughs> <by your son> David, <laughs> Daniel. Um, you know, it, it, it is a blessing. It's a huge blessing that we have the technology, but it doesn't in any way, shape, or form, you know, completely take the place of being in person and so we're excited that we're going to be able to do some in-person events and super excited that we're going to be able to do this trip which um, you know is going to be special on many different levels and of course it's going to help a lot of families at the same time that yeah. won't be able to make the trip but they'll benefit from us doing this mm-hmm. and being able to um, you know for people that do make the trip um, you know, uh, like I was saying, the part of part of your um, part of your your fee for the trip goes to benefit the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. Uh, when we're there, we'll also have the opportunity of supporting the communities. Um, and I, I know that each of the communities above uh, Pizac 
it's it, Daniel. It seems like it's almost like a like a sky mall up there. You know, it's uh, they they've got um, they they have their own pro- products. You know, uh, it's uh, um, alpaca uh, knit things and and flutes and and beautiful jewelry and and just a lot of things that that um, um, tourists I, I expect would be interested in uh, and. Um, uh, very helpful to the communities too. Right? Yeah, I think w- the reason why I take people up there not only just to see, you know, it's so easy in our modern world, and I, I would say the U.S. is in the modern world because I now I live in the non-modern world and forget how simple life can be and how beautiful life can be when when all technology is taken away from you. And yeah, they have cell phones, but they're not connected to technology like we are. And, and I take people up because supporting them, uh, one, um, God, I'm thinking in Spanish, scarf, uh, a scarf uh, can take a month to make. So on average, if you think if you pay them $80 or $50, whatever it is they're asking for, they're making less than $2 a day, you know, uh, to do this work. Uh, and it's magnificent work. And so, yes, they and they appreciate that and they honor that when people come up and 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 support them in that way. And that's why I do that, because you can get a lot of that stuff throughout Peru, but it's bought from someone and then it's taken down. And it's usually indigenous people, the ones that are not given the fair share because they know they can yeah. take advantage of them. And they do. And, and that's something I don't do. You know, the. There's no commissions on my side. There's, I say, sell direct, buy direct. I brought my friends. This is between you and them, and and I stay out of it, you know. And, and they love that, you know, because um, uh, they're good people. And I said, I their their wares are amazing, 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 amazing. The baby alpaca uh, uh, is amazing, um, and you know, there's. Um, I can't wait. I love taking people up there because they're happy. And they also not only just uh, show you their stuff, they show you how they do it. You know, I mean, women wear, wear lipstick without knowing that they, part of the lipstick they wear to make it permanent is called, comes from a bug called cochinilla. And cochinilla is a parasite on a cactus. And they actually show you how they smash the little little bug and they put different, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, stuff like ashes and and citrus and, uh, uh, and to make different colors, and it's all permanent. They don't. That nothing that they do is is there's no high production in terms of the the colors that they use. It's all permanent and it's all natural. Yeah, that's you know that um, that that idea of uh, smashing a bug. Uh, a lot. I, I imagine there's a lot of things that if if we knew where they came from, we would uh, we would give it a second thought. Sometimes um, I had uh, well, I'll, I'll get back to that after the after the next break. Um, uh, remember to go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. Do what you can to support this great organization. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of sixty seconds. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. 
As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. And, you know, coming into the third segment, I always say something nice about the National Day Calendar. Nationaldaycalendar.com. Uh, one of the great sponsors of the Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And uh, one of the things that they do for us is uh, uh, April 28th every year is National Bravehearts Day. Uh, check out nationaldaycalendar.com. And, you know, coming up uh, in September, I will be um, uh, hosting, uh, emceeing the uh, – National Day Calendar's Celebration Nation event in Las Vegas. Uh, so you are all welcome to check that out, too. And uh, I suppose that's something that uh, by, the, by the time this airs, uh, I, I know we're going to have that on our uh, Bravehearts Radio website uh, with a connection to the National Day Calendar, National Day Calendar's um, Celebration Nation. So, so check that out. Um, before we went to the last break, I think we were about to embark on the uh, uh, the, the the story of the Vicuña. Vicuña, that, uh, yeah. That, that's the that that that's the that's the next level in in ladies' outerwear. That, that is, that is, that is the, the only level. level. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's four camelids in Peru. Um, there's the Vicuña, mm-hmm. which is wild. Uh, and can only be sheared oh. once a year and only by the indigenous people. Therefore, their oh. wool is very, very expensive. Uh, um, a jacket's usually run between twenty, thirty thousand dollars dollars not soles. Uh, and and it, when you, it, it's hard to even explain when you put one on what it feels like. And then you have the uh, Wanaco underneath that. And the Wanaco are the animals I have here on campus. And then you have the alpaca, which I, I, I didn't say this, but I got, um, they brought me one yesterday as a gift. And so I have a new one. Her name is Tina. And she's really cute. I think she's six, seven months old. And I'll put pictures on social media. And then you have the llama. 
So if you call my Wanakos a llama, they get offended. <laughs> they, they know they know the difference between a chicken and a turkey. They sure do. Yeah, yeah they sure do. Well, people say llama because they think everything's llama, but it's not. It's got four levels. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I almost can't resist. Well, I can't resist. I mean, do you have a, a llama named Dolly? No, I don't have a llama named Dolly. But we, we could have one, though. I had a guest come last week, and he said, well, I was joking, and I said, I want a baby donkey. And when he left, he says, coming back in September, he says, um, can I buy a baby donkey? If, if, would you house him? I said, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm looking for one. Actually, that's one of the major attractions of Catalina yeah. for me, are the animals that you have. You have fabulous dogs are there, as well as all the uh, actual yeah. zoo almost or forest. It's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Chickens. I have rabbits. I have guinea pigs, cats, dogs, guanacos, sheep. Yeah. We keep growing. Alpacas. Well, I, and I... And and you, uh, you're. Uh, uh, um, I, I've seen a picture of yes, you riding a, um, a, a donkey or a girl. That was an island in Greece or, that doesn't allow um, cars, and that there's. I was in Athens where there are a lot of cars and a lot of traffic, and I heard about this and and just had tremendous joy, being on the donkey. So, yeah. And and you know I I, I bring that up you know because, mm-hmm. just for fun in part but also because uh, you mm-hmm. know Athens mm-hmm. and you had mentioned uh, leading a retreat in Ithaca previously mm-hmm. um, the, the Bravehearts Adventure uh, part of uh, the, our, mm-hmm. our Bravehearts organization BraveheartsAdventures.org um, we're planning on on traveling to um, a lot of exciting locations uh, we're we're going to um, Catalina in uh, December of 2021, and uh, we we expect to be back in 2022. I, I know we'll be back at least once. Uh, made arrangements with a fellow to um, uh, set up a trip to Kilimanjaro uh, in Tanganyika uh, in 2022. Uh, so we're we're beginning planning with that. Um, I think Ithaca and Athens. That sounds like that could be a pretty good. Uh, part of a trip and then uh you know the the, the dalai lama joke that uh D- daniel you've been uh you've been to the the uh, the himalayas and uh and have some uh some experiences i know you got a whole set of flags from bhutan yeah. in, uh in your uh, yoga center that's right last time i was there been in nepal actually I hope, one of my dreams yeah. is to build uh the second well not the second catalina but the the next country to be in nepal I've, I fell in love with Nepal. Nepal and Peru are very similar in nature, except that they are housed by two different mountain ranges, but both very strong mountain ranges: the Andes and the Himalayas. Yeah. Well, the 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 Andes are the uh, the second highest mountain range in the yes. world, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, certain parts of it, not here in Peru, but in parts of Brazil and parts of Colombia. Yeah. 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 Twenty-two thousand. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be up to sixteen thousand feet. Villages, yeah, 14, right? 15, yeah. I won't get you up that high. I don't want to be yeah. people suffering. <laughs> I've been up to 18,000. Well, like you know, I've been up to 18,000. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah. So um, any 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 um, uh, any tips on preparing for, uh, for the... Well, I think you said it best. Uh, I think that what I used to do when I lived in Long Beach, California is that when you go from sea level to 10,000 feet, uh, it's a change for your body. And it's not always about are you in the best Mm -hmm. shape. 
It's about how your lung system works, how your blood flows through your bloodstream, which we don't always have control about that. But the one thing that I always did that always worked for me was really working hard on the Stairmaster because your legs need to be strong. The rest of it will take care of itself. And so I always tell you, I would go on that Stairmaster every day for, you know, 30, 40 minutes to build my legs and the strength of my legs up so that I can walk. You know, one of the things I think people, I, I don't know what people think when they think they're coming to Peru, but we're in the Andes. So there's no flat land a lot. I mean, there's here, Catalina there is. Mm-hmm. But when you're going up in the mountains, there's always climbing. And it may not be difficult, but you're always, there's always an elevation to your stepping. And at Machu Picchu, it's not hard, but it is steps. And I don't know how those short people did what they did, <laughs> but some of those steps are pretty far apart, you know. So, yeah, the big steps, yeah. And, 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 but it's doable. It's doable. I mean, I've had people in their 80s come on a trip and do just fine, you know. So, I think, you know, like everything else, part of it's mental, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody that's been here, at least on my trips, has always made it, uh, has always been able to enjoy Machu Picchu, has always been enjoy, uh, even in the high mountains. I mean, even though it's it's higher, um, it, your body your body's an amazing tool, right? And we carry oxygen and we carry everything that somebody may need in case they do need it. So oh, okay. we're always prepared yeah. to make sure our clients are safe and if they need something that... Now, I've done this enough. I know what people would need. But um, other than that, I mean, just come. You know, I mean, I, one of the things I always tell people, that, so if, if, any, if the pandemic taught us anything, it's that we don't have tomorrow. And for those people who perished this, this last year and not understanding that, I mean, we, we really owe it to them to live out loud and to live and live strongly on a daily basis and not put off for tomorrow because we don't know when the next problem like this in our world is going to come around and we may not get the opportunity to do the things we want and we've been given the gift of 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 a a space and time to be able to Mm -hmm. to enjoy life again and i would encourage people to do that enjoy your life you know don't put up for tomorrow i had a a cousin i just found out today that found out he had cancer three days ago and he passed away today he had three days that was it you know and so you know, wow. I'm not trying to be morbid about it. It's just that we don't have tomorrow. So, you know, plan your life and enjoy and come out and see Machu Picchu and come out and, and support Brave Hearts and, and, and see something and enjoy the, the Andes and the energy of the Andes. I mean, I, I, I always tell people, I don't do anything special here. I just allow you, I just have a space that you can come here and enjoy what already exists. The Incas and the people before the Incas were the ones that built this beautiful energy here, that they created the energy that exists today. I mean, I'm looking at the ruins out my window right now, you know, and it's and, and so think about that. Think about, you know, because I, I think in our hurry here, hurry their world, we can get back into the old rut of I'll do that tomorrow or I'll do that next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we may not have that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something that uh, the, the question has come up uh, uh Frequently, it seems in some of the social groups that I've been in, what have mm-hmm. we learned from the um, from the pandemic? And my my thinking on it is uh, number one, as we're able to get out and get together with people and do things again, 
we are not going to take mm-hmm. for granted the ability to do that because uh, yeah, I don't think I'm alone in saying that I took mm-hmm. for granted that I could just go do mm-hmm. stuff. And taking for granted is the opposite of appreciation. Mm-hmm. And so now we, now we appreciate that because, wow, it really seems special. Uh, Sherry and I went to a neighborhood event a, a few weeks ago, and it, it was a group of people. They, they were gathered together having fun together. They weren't wearing masks. And it was just absolutely um, normal. <laughs> Sherry, did you have some of the chip in there? Uh, I, I, I thought, you know, yeah, when, when Daniel was talking I, about I, I appreciation. I was curious about uh, the kind of food and things you, you know, you have there. I remember years ago, I used to have this gal that was working for me uh, that was from Peru, and she would tell me, you know, different stories and how much she missed the fruit. She said, I don't even know what to call it in English, but they just don't have it here. No, the food here is... <laughs> Very, very, very organic. I, I laugh because, I mean, you, you know, yeah. people always ask when they come here, is the food organic? Only in the U.S. do they put organic at Whole Foods. We don't put organic on things here. <laughs> you know, and the food is amazing because there's 3,700 different kinds of potatoes. And most of the communities have about 1,500 different kinds. So they cook them differently. Mm-hmm. Some of them are freeze-dried naturally, which means they last up to 40 years. They, their food, uh, I have a chef here now that actually cooks for me every day. Uh, and I'm going to have to stop that. I'm going to get fat. But, I mean, she's, I mean, cooking these wonderful meals. Um, the kitchen is alive. We have a, a pizza oven now, so people make their own pizzas. But they, the food here is rich. Uh, some In Lima... The show, over, they have a, the food in Lima is amazing, but in in Peru we have the number one chef in the world in Peru because he mixed uh, wow. Peruvian with Asian fusion, you know, and so they do that here in the wow. valley as well. They mix it with um, uh, rice and all kinds of stuff, and it, the meals are amazing. I mean, it's one of the things that I've enjoyed with the guests that have been here this year is that it's been the first groups that actually have enjoyed my chef and. The, the way she cooks and you know her mom taught her that and her mom's mom taught her that and it, it really is an amazing uh, cuisine uh, and it, I don't know what you call it I mean I don't know it, like she said I mean what do you call nice. it good food I guess <laughs> good food and, you know and, and, and we have gluten free call it home cooking home cooking that's what it is it's Peruvian home cooking and, and uh, recently I learned um, another uh, way of cooking is called a panchamanca and a panchamanca is kind of like the way that they cook on a Hawaiian pig underground you know but they they put all these the big hole and they put all these rocks in there and then they heat it for I don't know how long and then they take the rocks out I don't know how they do that because I would be burning my hands and because they do it with their hands and then they throw in beef or they throw in uh, sheep and then they throw in vegetables and more rocks and then more food and then more rocks. An amazing and amazing meal. You know, so just it's just a, a mirage of things. They have a thing called the Watia. And Watia, um, they, I don't know how they do this. They, they build these little ovens in the middle of the fields. And they take the potato right from the ground into that oven. And they put uh, abas, abas green beans green beans and stuff in there and it cooks in 10 minutes 
And then they just sit there and they peel. And, and you know, when I first got here, thinking about anything with dirt on it, I was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not eating that. I ain't touching that. That's not healthy. <laughs> now my hands are all muddy and I'm just, ah, I love it. Yeah. You know, so it really is a beautiful, <laughs> it really is a beautiful thing to eat their food. So Sherry, there's a lot. Uh, during the time that that you, that uh, Bravehearts will be here, they'll get a chance to eat some some good. And anything that you that you want to, we had two two cooking classes and a pisco class this last group. So they learned how to make pisco sours. Mm-hmm. And the one night they, they helped cook what's called ricotto, which is kind of like our stuffed bell pepper, you know. So we went out and bought all the the seasoning mm-hmm. and stuff, and they were in the kitchen helping. I think they mostly <laughs> got in the way, but at least they, they felt like they were helping. And then, and then we had, and then we had one day where everybody made their own pizzas, and, and so it's a lot of fun, even because our kitchen is big wow. enough for, you know, ten, fifteen people to be in there. Wow, yeah, it sounds nice. like good. So I know one of the things wow. that I've been bragging up to people about um, about this trip is, um, uh, and I'll, I'll get into the whole story of the red <laughs> tiled roof before we uh, before we close. But um, I, I have this idea that uh, mm-hmm. as divided and divisive as things can be in our world, we like to eat mm-hmm. each other's food. And, uh, and so we have a cooking show planned, and I, I've been telling people, I'm, I'm going to get to cook in Daniel's kitchen. So um, we're going to come back uh, after on the other side of this break. Uh, stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Thanks for being here. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. 
in the last segment we were talking about food and uh, man i'm i'm really looking forward to this now daniel you you'd mentioned during our during our break that um uh that you you'd uh put together some uh, american did. style food uh some some hash browns some and some cooking. bacon and uh i'm, I'm thinking <laughs> That home cooking, I'm thinking bacon is always, a, is, is, it always seems like one of those ingredients that they shouldn't allow that in contests. Right. You know, it's like, uh, it's a macaroni and cheese contest. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to put bacon in it. It's like, that's not macaroni and cheese anymore. It's macaroni and cheese with bacon. Yeah. It's a different animal. Well, you know, and the funny thing here is they don't eat bacon here. It's just not something that, it's a big deal for them. Yeah. No, they don't, they'll eat the whole pig. Okay. But they're not, they're, not really, they're not really excited about bacon. But I, I love bacon. <laughs> Well, do, now I, I got to ask you about that. Do you, do you now? Do you eat uh, like guinea pig? That, like you have that, a Cornish game hen and you serve cooey. the whole thing? It's not a guinea. It is a guinea pig, okay. but we call them cooey. Yeah, they they eat it. They cooey. eat cooey. Okay. Yeah. I don't eat cooey, uh, but I, I, oh, yeah. I've, I've eaten have, it okay. because when you go up in the communities and they call it a carinito, a carinito, and what that is is, is yeah. it's a little love. And, and when they give you a little love, you have to eat a little love. You can't just say, I don't like that. And so I've had to eat and sit there and just, That's right. just you know, and the little teeth like this, and, you know, and the little arms and legs. I said, ah! yeah. <laughs> oh, it reminds me of that uh, scene from an Indiana Jones movie. No, it's not, no thank you. I have bugs for lunch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I, I, amazingly, every there, group there, wants uh, to try it. So we actually do, we do cook it here yeah, yeah. the last day. So, you know, so they leave here if they get sick with them, just oh, yeah. now. <laughs> but they love it. They, they really, a lot of people really enjoy it. Well, and, and as, health has got to be a, a, something of a concern for people. And, and I know with COVID, uh, yeah. you, you've traveled back and yeah. forth the United States now, Daniel. And that's, uh, yes. and that, no, and that I, well, I did right. that for a couple of reasons. One, to get my vaccinations and two, to see how the system worked. You know, what was going on? Is it going to be difficult? Yeah. I've had over 30 people here now since we started back up again, 30, 40 people, and no problems at all. As a matter of fact, they're relaxing more and more and more and more, uh, all the things that you need to do to come back and forth. And, you know, if it takes a little bit more time to fill out some paperwork, oh, well. it's it, They're trying to protect you. And so uh, I have all those forms. I send them out. Uh, I tell you before you leave, I also have a lab that I work with here to get your COVID test. You don't have to go to the clinic. We take you to one of my, a restaurant that um, that uh, I enjoy, and I have the lab come to us, and we take care to get all that done. You have your results before you leave, and it's a really seamless pro- uh, process. You know, one of the things that I always tell my staff is that the experience of the person that comes here is the most important. And, and whatever that may be, from yeah. COVID tests to food to being comfortable in um, yeah. uh, in altitude, we do what we do, we need to do to keep people happy. And I know that this has been a tough time for people to travel, um, but know that I myself would never ask people to come if I feel they were putting themselves in danger. I would rather wait, you know, and I feel like we've gotten to a place where, you know, Catalina has, has been certified uh, for COVID in terms of the protocols that we have to follow, and we follow them. We're also on a secured site. This is a private property. Um, when you're here, Bravehearts has the entire property themselves. There's no one else here, just my staff, you know, and it's gated. It's got cameras. I mean, it, it really is a place where um, you should feel safe. 
Yeah, and there's you know it's a it's a terrific campus. Um, when, you know, one of the things that that really stood out to me uh, <coughs> when when I first uh, got introduced to um, uh, Catalina at the, uh, the the first virtual retreat was the red tiled roof of all the buildings. And uh, about eleven years ago, uh, Sherry remembers this. Uh, I wrote a story uh, about a perfect day, you know, a perfect day sometime in the future. And it was a story done in such detail that it had the, the sights and the sounds and the smells and the tastes and who I was with and what we were talking about and all, all the things that are involved in a memory. And I thought, if you can create a memory of something, even if it hasn't happened yet, you can understand how it came to be. And um, one of the features of that story was that um, this, this group of thought leaders from around the world were gathered together at a place and, all, and the building had a red tiled roof. And uh, Sherry will, will recall that um, that was such an important part of the story that it became the name of the story. And, and we'd be driving around, we'd be on vacation, go, hey, there's a red tile roof, wonder if it's for sale. You know, wonder if we could have a retreat there. And, uh, and, and, and it's a, kind of an inside family joke, you know, but um, uh, the, 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 the very serious side of it is that when I saw that, I thought, oh my God, this is it. Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, the the law of attraction has has brought me to this place, and uh, and the, and the red tiled roof is uh, so that's our 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 dream is thought leaders from around the world gathered together to have mm-hmm. uh, philosophical discussions, and I, I remember the the uh, the conversation I had with Anne uh, earlier. Well, I guess it was last year, probably now. Um, when uh, she said, you really don't want to teach, do you? I thought, what do you mean? She says, you want to have philosophical discussions with people. And I thought, wow, you really nailed that. And um, so uh, Anne will be talking about, uh, we'll, we'll have a you know, part of the program and, and uh, dealing with uh, creativity and, and leadership. And uh, Daniel, you're, you're the mindfulness, um, uh, uh, the master of mindfulness and radical mindfulness. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'll share that story about uh, vision and making your vision a reality. That's part of the experience of, of Catalina as we foresee it. Well, just Anne, I know a, I'm personally looking forward to both the virtual comment, retreat comments, uh, as well as the in-person. And it's so wonderful that it seems to attract really profound human beings, uh, very caring, compassionate, interesting people. And, um, and we, I like to say that we listen to each other into being. So it's an opportunity to learn from each other and hear each other's wisdom, as well as to access what we have in ourselves that may not even mm-hmm. have been expressed. So I look forward to that. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. Sherry, did you have some final thoughts? Oh, thank you for asking. I'm just super excited to have this opportunity to go and to be with people of like-minded, you know, to me, you know, to be able to to mm. have a time mm. where we can be in a space of peace and joy at the same time, you know, where, where we can uh, also enjoy history and learn about other people and their cultures. It's awesome. I can't wait. Daniel, we're down to three minutes. Uh, final thoughts? 
like I said before, just come. We look forward to hosting you. We look forward to making sure this experience is, is the best of this year for you. And, um, yeah, don't don't yeah. put off for tomorrow, what you okay. can do today. We'll see you in December. Well, August or December. Or both. Yeah. Brian likes to do it all. Brian likes to do it all. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, been 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 to six virtual retreats. Wouldn't miss the seventh, August twentieth through the twenty second. And you know, it's it's a um, uh, central time. It's uh, five to seven p.m. on Friday the twentieth, and then uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings. It's um, uh, ten till uh, ten till one. I believe that's uh, that's how we've been doing that. Um, the people that you meet at the virtual retreat are absolutely amazing and when i say thought leaders from around the world that's that's the tail side of the covid mm-hmm. coin in my view uh everybody knows that covid on the face of it is um has been misery in many ways for so many people All but right, the, the tail side the of recording. that covid coin which which cannot be detached from the head side is the relationships that we've built over the last year with people mm-hmm. from around the world mm-hmm. and uh you know starting starting with you and i would not have met you without the uh, uh the, the the zoom calls that we've been on and and uh you know through you met uh, daniel and um you know i'd refer to <laughs> daniel as one of my best friends and i've never <laughs> even met him in person you know, well, so none of us have met in person. That. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be a great trip um, uh, in uh, the the live version, December twelfth through the eighteenth. That's a uh, Sunday through Saturday. Uh, it's the week before <coughs> Christmas, and um, uh, I think some of the recommendations are to uh, get in a little early, maybe take in a little of uh, Lima and especially Cusco. And um, uh, maybe um, uh, spend some time there on the way back, too. And I would suggest taking... Yes, please. I've given away all the ones I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bring, you know, bring, an extra, bring an extra suitcase for the for the, for the Vicunas and the... Uh, um, and yeah, Vicuñas and and Simone's yeah. flutes and uh, and the, the beautiful jewelry and the, uh, the terrific alpaca and... I am looking forward to cooking oh, in your yeah. kitchen, um, and thanks for being thanks for being here this week. Um, thanks to the Bravehearts for tuning in with us this week, and as always, um, plan to join us live Mondays at three central or anytime it works for you uh, by podcast. Braveheartsradio.org has all the podcasts going back to the very beginning. Uh, uh, be with us next week and um, remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere and we'll see you next week until then be well and stay well thank you thanks again for joining us this week for brave hearts radio be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host brian reinbold the show can be heard every monday at 1 p.m pacific time and 4 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel we'll talk again next time